Are you looking to reach your full potential and achieve success in business and in life? Want only tried and tested guidance from people who have truly made an impact? You have come to the right place. Welcome to Five Questions with Dan Shabell. New York Times bestselling author Dan Shabell distills the most actionable and tangible advice from a variety of world-class humans, including entrepreneurs, authors, Olympians, politicians, billionaires, Nobel Prize winners, TED speakers, celebrities, astronauts, and more. Inspirational guidance, practical advice, and concrete solutions. Our Power Chat starts now. Welcome to the 50th episode of Five Questions with Dan Bell. As your host, my goal is to curate the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is nationally syndicated radio host, Elvis Duran. Born in McKinney, Texas, Elvis started his career as an on-air personality at WIOQ, Philadelphia's top music radio station, and eventually became the program director before getting fired back in 1990. A year later, he became the program director and morning show host of KGSR in Austin, Texas. From there, he had a stint at Z93 in Atlanta and 104 in Houston before finally landing at Z100 in New York City. As the daily host of the Elvis Duran and the Morning Show, he and his team grew to 30 stations in a single year. Today, the show is America's most listened to top 40 morning show and one of the 10 most listened to programs in all of radio, heard live by nearly 10 million people in more than 80 markets across the country. Like me, Elvis has interviewed many successful people, but is rarely the one being interviewed. That's why I was excited to talk to him about his new memoir, Where Do I Begin, at his legendary studio here in New York City. Looking back when you were a teenager, what are some of the biggest mistakes you made and how did you overcome them? I think the biggest mistakes I made were the ones I needed to make, where uh, I didn't communicate well with with uh, management or I uh, maybe partied a little too hard when I should have been focusing on my work. You know, I, I was way into my career until I realized you really should go to work sober. Of course, I was in college. That was a long time ago. You know, I, I made a lot of mistakes, but, you know, I don't feel like I should be ashamed of them or regret them because I think every step forward, every step backward that we lose is important to make us who we are. And then later in life, in 2014, you had this big surgery where you lost over 100 pounds. Yeah, 140 how did, pounds. How did that change your life? Oh, everything. I wasn't sweating when I was walking up staircases. I could put clothes on that I could buy in stores. I mean, but you know, it changed my life where I, I didn't, I, look, I never ever hated myself for being obese, um, but getting around in this world of ours is difficult when you're overweight. And so it changed my life in so many ways. It r- truly did. It gave me a new lease on life. You know, my mom and dad who have passed away, I watched them make bad health decisions in their later years and they paid for it for many years. They died slowly. I, I, and I said, I don't want to do that. So I decided I had to get healthy. Changed my life. Isn't it really interesting? Like I see that in my life too. It's either you mimic someone else or you rebel against it. So it seemed like you rebelled against uh, your parents' eating habits. Well, eating habits and just lack of exercise habits. And, you know, when they retired, they really didn't have a plan. And so I, I learned from that. When I'm ready to retire, which I probably never will, you need to have a plan. You can't just go, okay, I'm done working. Now what? You can't do it that way. So I just learned that I needed to take care of myself have somewhat of a roadmap, like what do I want to do next? I never was a five-year plan, 10-year plan kind of guy. I just kind of took the jobs that were available and 
just did them. And now I'm realizing I lucked out doing that because not everyone can succeed that way. Yeah, and then you also came out as gay many years ago, mm -hmm. and now you're getting married on September 14th, which yes. is my birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. So congratulations to you. Thank you. How, was it hard to initially come out as gay? Were you fearing the reaction by other people? Uh, a little bit. You know, I, I've always been out to my friends and most of my family and everyone I went to high school with. I've been, I'm, I've been out as a gay guy since I was in high school. So that wasn't the problem. I just was never out on the air. I really didn't put myself out there on the air with many aspects of my life. I didn't talk about my, my private life and being gay was just one of the things I just didn't talk about. I was, was the host of the show surrounded by a lot of people, and I used them as my interviews. I would interview everyone on, on my show and to ask them how their date was the night before, or how's their new apartment, or what new restaurants did they, did they try, and I never talked about myself. And one day I realized I needed to. I, I realized that I needed to connect with people other than just talking to them. I needed to connect with them on a, oh, we have this in common level. And being gay was one of the things I started talking about. And it was underwhelming. When I came out, everyone was like, oh, you're gay, what else? Tell us something interesting, because that's not interesting, it's just what you are. And uh, I never ever want to be identified as the gay guy. I'm just, so it happens I'm gay, but I'm the nice radio guy. Yeah, I mean, when I came out as suffering from anxiety, it, the night before was really scary, and then the next day, when I made the post, it was very liberating, mm -hmm. and you could see everyone else felt good about it because they had suffered, and so I almost, I almost empowered them to be able to come out and, and kind of take a pride in who they are. Do you feel like when you came out, you almost liberated other people and had a positive impact? Oh, absolutely. And not only with gay people, but with anyone who was living with anxiety or any sort of mental health situation or living in a relationship that just sucked and they kept it bottled up. And, you know, you, you when people hear me on the radio just letting it all out, I think it gives them license to let it all out. you got to let it all out. Living with anxiety is not an easy thing, and a lot of people don't understand it. Oh, you're anxious. Get over it. I mean, how many people have said that to you? A lot of people. Obviously, no, they, they say calm down. Oh, calm down. Yeah. Yeah, what's, why are you so anxious? Well, because I'm living with anxiety. <laughs> they don't understand, but it's up to you to teach them. And it's, it's up to us to bring people forward and to help them understand what we are all about and what we're going through. And we have to be patient. One of the big things that's happened in the media world in general is we've gone from a world in which the only people who had a, a big mic were people like you and Howard Stern and, and big TV personalities, mm -hmm. but now everyone is part of the media. Yep. Everyone is their own personal brand. What do you recommend for people who want to build and elevate their personal brand? I say be true to yourself. People have BS detectors. If, if they don't hear you being original, they don't hear you being true to yourself, they're gonna move on to something else. And not everyone's gonna like you. And you have to learn that really fast. You have to learn that you're not everyone's cup of tea, but you are many people's cup of tea. You, you will resonate with a lot of people. And so stay true to who you are, and eventually the map you're following, they'll follow it too. And what's your best piece of career advice? Stay true to who you are. Don't lie, be honest. You can lie about many little surface fun things about where you had dinner last night. Maybe you didn't, but you ate, ate there three years ago, but it sounds more interesting if you say you ate there last night. That's a little lie, that's okay. But staying true to your character and what makes you you, what makes you tick, I think people totally, totally lock into that and get it. That's why I love Howard Stern. The guy is as honest as the day is long and he really gave us all license to be honest on the radio, which is, for some reason on the radio, that's a very rare thing to find. I don't know why. But uh, so be it, if we ripped him off, we did. We did, we're honest and I think people like that. 
Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Elvis. To follow his journey, you can read his book, Where Do I Begin?, and find him on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram, where he shares his interviews, announcements, contests, and clips from his radio show. To watch the full extended video version of this episode where I ask Elvis even more questions, you can go to youtube.com slash Dan Shawbell. We hope you enjoyed today's show and the amazing advice our guests provided. Remember that you can only benefit from advice if you act on it. Before you do, we would appreciate your feedback in the form of a review. You can leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or a podcatcher of your choice. Your feedback would be very much appreciated. Head over to danshawbell.com slash review now.